You're about to listen to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss and sometimes even solve some interesting HR problems. And I'm going to go off the rails sometimes and talk about whatever I want. Hi, everyone. Just like you, I need to take a break every now and then. And so today's podcast, I'm going to turn over to Jenny McLaughlin, who is uh, from Cedar HR Solutions. She's played so many awesome roles there and and is just an expert in everything HR. She's going to be joined by Cece Wilson, who is, um, she is HR for our HR expert. She's been on the show many times. We're going to talk about, or they are going to talk about social media and background checks and give you guys uh, some guidance around that. I, I do want to share that I was at a meeting not long ago, and as I as I often do after providing some education, I'll, I'll sit around and talk with the doctors, the doctors and their teams. And I met a group of folks who, you know, dynamic office, a great bunch of people. They've got like, I think maybe 22 people in a single location. So a pretty big practice. And um, what they were saying, because I had talked a little bit about being careful about using social media the wrong ways, they were talking about how they were using it to great success. And, and I'll just kind of boil it down to uh, this. What they were doing is, is once they had a couple of candidates, they were going on social media and tracking them down and then finding out everything they could about those candidates. And therein lies the problem because they they literally you know, said to me, and, and I didn't call them out on it or anything, they said to me that they dodged a bullet by discovering that a woman who was um, uh, currently pregnant, who had applied for the job, who they thought was going to be pretty good, um, was experiencing some complications in her uh, early pregnancy and that they had decided that she probably couldn't handle the position, which is exactly the opposite of what you are uh, supposed to do. That's that's not legal. You're not supposed to even know that piece of information. That's why you don't ask those questions. And so it doesn't matter how you use the misuse the information. It doesn't matter how you got it. If you're not supposed to have it, you use it in your hiring decisions. It can get you in trouble. And then the, the last thing I want to leave you with is what concerned me equally was that the team now knows and participates in what is an, uh, basically a, a not legal practice for hiring. And, and that is not a place that you want to be in as an owner or as a manager. So uh, with no further ado, just wanted to share that little horror story with you. And then I'm going to turn it over to uh, Cece and, uh, and, and Jenny, and I'm going to go back to uh, my beer. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Um, I'm Cece Wilson. I'm the head of HR here at Cedar. And I'm here today with Jenny McLaughlin, the head of our uh, compliance and member-facing teams. Um, Paul's out, so we are (laughs) taking over the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought you'd say hi to the people. I know. I'm sorry. I just was like, okay. All right. So today we're going to talk about um, using social media in candidate screenings. Um, Sounds like a great idea. Not so much. (laughs) (laughs) So I I actually, um, I'm part of some HR groups online um, and I had come across a post where uh, an HR professional is asking other people for their opinion because their um, senior leadership at their company had asked them to start screening um, all candidates looking through all social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, that sort of thing, uh, before they even presented the resumes to managers. Wait, so looking at 
literally everyone who applied? I think maybe screening out the first few based Mm -hmm. on experience, but then anybody that this person would have normally passed their resume on to the hiring managers. They wanted them to do what they were calling a culture check Mm. uh, (laughs) before the managers then saw those resumes to further screen people out based on their social media. That does not sound like a good use of time. Or (laughs) mm, just doesn't sound good for many reasons. Not sure what a culture check is supposed to be. (laughs) Do you have culture? Is that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, aside from the massive administrative burden that that would place on the HR staff there, I like, what are they screening for in the culture check? Because, like, people are not exactly who they are at work as they are (laughs) in their personal (laughs) life with their friends, right? I mean, that's pretty normal, even in the best of cultures where you feel like you can bring your whole self, like you, you, it's not social hour. So you're not doing the same things at work as you are no, on like vacation or use social media platforms for like specific things, yeah. you know, before side bi- business or promoting, you know, a charity they're really involved in or sure. they use it just to share news or it's just for sharing stuff with family members. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really, you don't have any idea what this person is doing with their social media. And also, I mean, let's be real. We've all Facebook stalked the person that our girlfriend is going out with to make sure he's not a crazy sure. person. Sure. So um, if you're going to Facebook stalk every applicant in every one of their social media platforms, that takes a lot of time. Yeah. That's absurd. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the question I guess that I would have is how do you even know that you have the right person? Because at this point, they wouldn't have met them. So it's yeah. not like you would know what they look like. You can't verify and go, oh, that's definitely the person I saw. Right. And there's people with even not very common names that have, there's multiple people with that same name. Yeah. Even within the same area. So I I don't even know how you'd be sure. So you might screen somebody out who is a very good applicant on paper and you're ready to invite them for an interview or move them forward. But because of the social media profile that you saw, that might not even be them. Now you're screening them out. That doesn't make any sense to me. It's the same reason why we tell people not to Google their applicants. And Google is not a background search, (laughs) (laughs) background check or anything, because you will find the wrong person. Even if you think you're on an official website, you leave that to experts to do based on like very particular information they can find to match the person. You don't have any of that. You don't know where this person is from. Um, you, you don't. You don't have the details to figure out. You're looking at the right person at all. And also, what what are you looking for? Like, what are you judging them on? Um, I'm not sure because this. It's the same thing. You know, don't Google people. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find the wrong person, but you'll also find things that shouldn't play into your hiring decision at all. Right. You know, if you see that all of their pictures are all with tons of kids, then maybe you're thinking like, oh, they have huge childcare responsibilities. Yeah. And as much as we'd like to think that doesn't play into any hiring decision, you know, it could even implicitly 
And maybe those are all their nieces and nephews, yeah. first of all. They might not even be a parent, but if they or are Or maybe they a have parent, a great support system and they'll never need to right. mom her. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> their mom lives with them and mm-hmm. takes care of the kids. And so it's never actually going to be a problem. Or you see something they've posted on social about trying to get pregnant. And now yeah. you're worried that they're going to need leave right away. And sure, that's a legitimate concern, I understand. But it's illegal to consider that when you're hiring someone. Or, uh, you know, I think another thing that I've seen is people say, oh, that person has a visible disability and I don't want to go through the pain Mm -hmm. and trouble of trying to accommodate it. They may not even need an accommodation. I mean, we can't presume what somebody's needs might be once they come to work for you. Yeah. And especially it's... um Like, there's no list of um, medical conditions that are considered disabilities under under the employment laws. It's whether something is disabling to that person Mm -hmm. and whether it impacts their work and if they need an accommodation. And not everybody does. Right. So it might not be relevant. Or you may see them posting... Um, about cancer all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's because they have a, their best friend has breast cancer and they're sure. really into, you know, promoting, um, you know, donations to that cause and things and it has nothing to do with them. But you go into it thinking this is someone who might need time off from work. And that's really unfair to them. Yeah. Or even uh, you, just as an example, I have an Instagram ac- account. I don't use it anymore. Um, the last profile picture on there is from when my daughter was an infant. She's <laughs> eight years old now. <laughs> and so, I mean, the conclusions that somebody would draw if they looked up my Instagram might be that I have a very young baby to care for, which is not the case. But also, since I don't use that account anymore, which now I'm thinking I should probably do something like formally <laughs> close it, but somebody could have hacked it and be yeah. posting things as me and I wouldn't actually even know right now. Um, and they could post all sorts of horrible <laughs> things that I'm not even aware. So, um, yeah, I'm um, obviously we're talking about all the negatives, but I'm trying to I'm trying to go on this employer side and think of what is what is the benefit of looking Like, why are they wanting to do this? Um, I'm honestly at a loss. The only semi-reasonable one that I can think of is perhaps looking at LinkedIn, because that's what LinkedIn's for, right? It's a professional space. Um, I think there's still things that you could learn on there that might create some bias. That would be a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think sometimes people like to go to LinkedIn to compare it to the resume and look for continuity. Are are they Mm -hmm. the same? But again... It's LinkedIn is not, it's not like a contract. You don't have to, people, people use it to advertise or for all sorts of different reasons. And so it might look different than the resume, but that doesn't necessarily mean one is false or, or that they're trying to misrepresent something. Um, And they might just, again, not be using it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They might not. Um, and I mean, I could see some employers with good intentions at heart wanting to see you to make sure maybe someone isn't posting things they consider problematic. Sure. But even that, y- y- there's a lot of assumptions there and things that aren't okay to consider under the law. And also things that, you know, you may lose your best candidate because of an assumption you made about that more because you've decided you really like this person and she posts all of these um, 
quotes from the Bible every day. Mm-hmm. And she sounds like a great addition to your team because you're also really religious. Yeah. Um, maybe it turns out she's just doing that to pacify her super religious mom. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> actually care about it. Or the one that you passed up because she's the one who's always posting like cool tattoo designs is actually, you know, the best person at insurance verification in the entire area. Sure. And, and you passed her over because of something you saw on social media that made you lean a certain way. Yeah. And they and they might be more than willing to cover up those tattoos if that's what we're, what is required in your workplace. I mean, there's a lot of things that I think um, people may have like a an ideal or a personal opinion about that they realize is not uh, appropriate or something that they're going to share or mm-hmm. be uh, really open about in the workplace. Uh, people kind of know where they need to be a little bit more guarded. And and so just because like they're going out with their friends and, you know, they like their fancy nails or they like certain <laughs> to dress a certain way out there does not mean that they're going to try to be like that in your workplace. Yeah. Yeah. People, I mean, I've known people who, um, I, I remember seeing a friend like right after work, we got a drink and it was bizarre to me. I mean, he looked like a different person and he's like, this is how I dress for work. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, and he's, was amazing at his job and I think he has a great personality and personal style and all that, but he's like, this is what I do at work because this is what's considered professional. And it's like, okay, if I had met with him after he had a chance to go home and change, he would have been wearing something much more flamboyant and interesting in my opinion than the plaid button up shirt. But, you know, people know how to, um, present themselves at work or even if they have personal biases, political views, Mm -hmm. anything, they don't necessarily bring that to the workplace. So social media really isn't part of what makes them a good candidate for the job or not. Yeah. And I guess it might be different if they're advertising these things on their resume because they've submitted that to Mm -hmm. you as, you know, this is representing me for this position. Um, And so maybe some of those things, if they're, you know, writing Bible verses on their resume or something like that, (laughs) then that's maybe a little bit different situation than stalking their social media and and uncovering that stuff. But um, yeah, I can't really think of what what you're going to accomplish that's positive about going through people's social media with all of the unknowns. Yeah, I think it, it just raises questions no matter what you're seeing. And you have to make a lot of presumptions. And I feel like hiring is already hard enough. This is just adding an unnecessary wrinkle to it. I think I've seen on uh, maybe on Reddit or an HR Facebook group where some employers are are requiring people to put in their Mm, social media handles on Facebook or LinkedIn um, as part of the application and their required fields and and if they're if people do not provide that, then they will not move forward with them because they think they're hiding it from them. <laughs> but what it, I mean, some people just don't use they don't social use media. Yeah. Or like you, you have an Instagram, but you haven't touched it for years. Right. So what's the point? You don't, probably don't even know what your Instagram handle is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I do not. I do not. Um, but I. So in that case, I. I don't even know what maybe the assumption is that they're not computer savvy or Mm. it's a very odd um, requirement for a job application. Yeah. 
Yeah, that doesn't make any logical sense. And that's also just a barrier to people applying. Because if I saw that, I wouldn't apply there because mm -hmm. I would think that's invasive. Odd, invasive. Yeah. And I don't want I don't want to have to go think about what you're going to see or am I'm not catering my social media um to a potential employer, I, you know, I barely post anything on social media. So, mm -hmm. I mean, the last thing on there could have been, I don't even know, probably a picture of my dog from six months ago. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess unless you're a cat person, that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's another way to deter people from applying to a job who might be a great employee who just happens to not like using social media. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who... Don't um, they be for privacy reasons or because social media, there's so many people who are would say things they would never say mm -hmm. in person, but they'll say them online. And so for some people, it's just a very negative space. And I know some like super, super tech savvy people who don't use it because they're concerned about the privacy of it all. Yeah. So you actually could be losing someone who's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my, my husband, I think he's like on Reddit sometimes now, but um, he deleted his Facebook um, but he's uh, he's an engineer. He does right. like 3D drafting and stuff all day. So definitely computer savvy, <laughs> but just does not like social media. So, yeah. Well, um, I don't think we should add this to our hiring practices. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I can't find the reward that's big enough to outweigh all of the risks and no and the burden of it. Yeah. No, doesn't sound like a good idea. So, and also, yeah, just so much work the way, um, you know, the way this employer was doing it. Because even with running a background check, you know, we tell people don't do it until you've selected your candidate because it takes right. time. It takes money. It's, it's a lot of stuff. Like, why would you do that unless you're prepared to hire that person? Right. You know? So we don't run a background check until we've extended an offer to someone. Um, and um, I know there are people who, employers out there who like to run a check on like all of their top applicants or, or everybody because they think that way they're weeding people out first. But because of the way that works, it just doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It should be just the final check, yeah. you know, and, and that's it. And so um, pulling social media into it just, I mean, that that's just an even more intense process because also it's not objective at all. You know, mm -hmm. with a background check through a professional company, you're looking for very objective things that are, you're allowed to look at under the law. Someone else is professionally screening it. Social media, there's nothing objective about looking at that. So it's totally based on, you know, whatever the person who's viewing it happens to think of it. Right. Which also in this case wasn't even the hiring manager. No. So no. it's like based on what... The HR person, mm -hmm. like, I or just, I don't know what to do with that. I don't that. know how large yeah. the, the organization was, but, um, yeah, I, d I don't either. Cause it's the, yeah, at that point they're not evaluating for fit within necessarily a specific team. No. Um, so that leads me to believe that there's probably some sort of kind of more nefarious things that they're trying to weed out. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, the, unfortunately, this advice is out there. I mean, there's like that Ask a Manager blog that people yeah. kind of rave about and lean on. And there is a blog about social media checks. And uh, I think within that blog, it says that either um, 
either you are doing social media checks or you don't know what you're doing. So implying oh, that people gosh. who are not doing social media <laughs> checks um, are, are not effective at hiring. Um, and so with that kind of sentiment out there, there are probably people who are who are listening to this and going, well, I actually have a really good reason. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I could call you right now and tell you. But unfortunately, this is pre-recorded. <laughs> so, but for those people, I, there are ways you can still get this information. If you've got some really good reason why you're doing social media checks, you, you can work that into your interview questions. I mean, yeah. if there's an actual legitimate piece of information that affects... Um, somebody being successful in this job that you're finding on social media, you can just replace that with asking the right, right. questions in an interview. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, if there is a real reason that you are looking, it's really step back and think about it because if there's something you're looking for and the person doesn't have social media or they're not using it the way that would help, like how are you getting that piece of information? If that piece of information is so important, Social media probably isn't the sole place you should be looking for it. Um, So there's a different way to go about doing that. So if you are a CEDAR member and you're listening and you've been doing social media checks or there's something about it that's interesting to you, you know, contact our, our team at the Solution Center and we can try to come up with, you know, a good way to go about getting that information for you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I think that's that's it for this episode. Thanks, yeah. Jenny. Thanks, Cece. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened? Do Paul a favor and share this with your network. If you have an HR issue or a question you'd like us to discuss on the show, send it to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. For more HR advice and insights from Paul and his team of experts, you can also join the private Facebook group, HR Basecamp, or visit hrbasecamp.com. Make sure you tune in next week, and remember, better workplaces make better lives.